and welcome to the movie podcast review of Ridley Scott's The Last Duel. My name is Daniel, and joining me today are Anthony. Uh, I'm a knight, so you, Sir Anthony, you refer to me as Sir, Sir Anthony, and Squire Shay. I was gonna say I'm still a squire. I'm working my way up there. Still a squire. I'm, still I'm a squire. working my way up there. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am Duke Daniel, and uh, we're here today, you're of not course. Duke, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'm king now. I'm king. <laughs> you're like Lady Marguerite, if anything. I'll tell you, Jodie Comer's great. She's awesome. She's phenomenal. Yeah, that this was more is her a compliment home. than anything. Else. It was a compliment. No, I'm like, he's you the guy who dies. Which one? This there's, one? there's there's a lot so of the war zone. He's the first one. The uh, guy just he's, decapitated. He's just like a like a peasant in the in the village. Just peasant. Oh, so I'm just an extra. In this, in this, You're a uh, horse. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, how you guys doing? Good. Good. I feel like it's been a while. I, I, when I was doing the introduction, I was what I was like. Do I still remember how to do this? Even yeah. though it was a what week are we ago. Called again? We're the movie podcast, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. How you doing though, Anthony? Uh, as any night would be doing, great. Okay. What are all knights doing okay though? I feel like a lot of them are just under a lot of stress. Well, I don't think we really have knights anymore. I'm a no. We no the queen still knights people. What? But they're not like knights in shining armor. Is what I should say, right? We don't know what kind of suit they're wearing. Does Elton John wear? I guess Elton John does wear shiny suits. So I'll take it back. I take it back. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episodes and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple podcast, join our discord and write into the show at hello at the movie podcast.ca. All of our, uh, all of our links is in the show notes and more uh, some quick announcements. Of course uh, we were off last week, but we still did drop an episode where we spoke about uh, our thoughts on the what if finale. we got to speak to some animators on the show as well too, Stephen Wong and Anthony Danino. Uh, we also have Genevieve Desbian who was on an episode before that last week. We also spoke about Anthony and I spoke about the last dual press conference. So if you want a little bit of a different take on the movie, go check that out. Uh, but today we all get to talk about it, which is great. This week on the show, though, we'll have our reviews out for Halloween Kills. We'll have our Monday episode where we talk about everything that happened at DC Fandom. And you may want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd, wherever you follow us. Because we may or may not be having some early reactions for Eternals. Who Maybe. knows? Maybe. But you'll have to tune in to find out. But today is all about The Last Duel. This is directed by Ridley Scott. It stars Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jodie Comer, and Adam Driver, and released in theaters on October 15th. So we're getting this review to you a day after the movie's out, but I think it will definitely be worth it. Anthony, start us off with our synopsis. Jean de Carouge is a respected knight known for his bravery and skills on the battlefield. Jacques Legree, a squire whose intelligence and eloquence makes him one of the most admirable nobles in court. When Legree viciously assaults Carouge's wife, she steps forward to accuse her attacker, an, atta- an act of bravery and defiance that puts her life in jeopardy. The ensuing trial by combat, a grueling duel to the deaths, place the fate of all three in God's hands. Thank you very much. Now, this is the first uh, film this year from Ridley Scott. We know he also has The House of Gucci coming out later this movie. So I'm really excited to see, I guess, which film comes out on top of this. Shay, what are your first reactions to Ridley Scott's The Last Duel? I was I was really looking forward to this movie when it was announced uh, about two-ish, three years, years ago. Yes. Um, and the reason why was uh, it, it was you're teaming with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon writing a screenplay again since Goodwill Hunting. 
So I was very curious as to why their next movie was going to be a medieval-based film. I was very interested. Um, and then you have... Um, I'm blanking on her name. I'm so sorry. Who wrote the female perspective from Jodie Comer's side? Yeah, Nicole Holof- Holof- Hol- yeah. Holofcener. Yeah, Holofcener. Holster. Holofcener. 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 Nicole Holofcener. Yeah, I feel like that's the word. I just I can't get out of my out of my throat. Yeah. That was the that was a hard word. Yeah, that was <laughs> a hard part. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the French name's okay. Yes. Um. So I was very interested that they were taking this kind of approach on it, and I was very proud of them. I guess backing down from writing the female perspective and giving it to someone who knows what they're talking about. Teaming up with Ridley Scott as well. I mean, Matt Damon's teamed up with him before. I was very curious as to where this is going to go. Ridley Scott has been kind of hit or miss sometimes, and especially later on in his career. But I always felt like the medieval area was his his wheelhouse. He'll be able to kind of maneuver that well. And I was right. I really liked this movie. I had a great time with it. I think the performances were so damn solid. Jodie Comer is so damn good in this movie. She is so believable. She brings such emotion and compassion throughout the whole film. Matt Damon is ruthless in some moments. Adam Driver, he tries to be charming. I think his charm will work on a lot of people, but knowing that he commits the heinous acts he does, I couldn't help but hate him watching this movie. And Ben Affleck is swinging for the fences here for a performance that I will always remember that Ben Affleck has done because it is so weird, but it totally works, this movie. It totally works. This movie has brutal kills. It has three defining acts, each from the perspective of of the individuals that are part of the film. And I love that the last act ends with saying, you know, the truth from, you know, Margaret, and then it just emphasizes on the truth. Like, it stays there on that word. I love this movie. I think the action was brutal. I think the the way it plays out. And what I really liked about it the most was the pacing. You have a movie that it didn't feel like it had any fat in it. It felt like every scene had a purpose. And I mentioned to you guys before we started recording was, I was afraid that since this is going to be three different perspectives, they would retread a lot of the same story. But they didn't. Every story brought a different perspective. It, it did touch on some moments we'd seen before, but it didn't linger. And that's what I really appreciated. It kept making the movie feel fresh. Yeah, and I like that. And I think that's a great point for us to talk about because uh, the fact that this movie is over two and a half hours long, you would think like, yes, this will, this will feel the length. This is also Ridley Scott, who also doesn't isn't known for having the greatest of pacings in his long historical epics that he's done in the past. Uh, but the fact that it's broken into three different perspectives, Matt Damon's perspective, Adam Driver's perspective, and then Shay, like you said, the truth uh, from Jodie Comer's perspective, I think that really helps with the pacing of this film because it does not feel like it's an almost three-hour movie, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I think this movie does such a great job with um, just knowing who the narrator of the story is, the unreliable narrator, and just the men in this film, um, all of them, be it man or animal, <laughs> cannot be trusted. No. Um, and, I, and I think this movie does such a great job of feeding you that information throughout the movie. And I, and I think that, you know, this movie takes place in the 1300s. Uh, so when you're seeing all the politics of that era, when you're seeing the court and the church and just how, you know, if a woman brings the accusation of rape up to the brings it to the courts or to the church the fact that they have to have a duel and whoever is the winner of the duel means they're telling the truth like and you think what kind of medieval thing is this yeah exactly because that's when it was right and it's just crazy to me that this is one of all with anthony and i spoke about last week this is a true story yeah um and the fact that 
you're you're going to get so angry watching this movie. You're going to be so uncomfortable watching this movie because there are, um, especially in Act Two and Act Three, there are uh, you see the the acts of of rape from Adam Driver's character on Jodie Comer, and it's uncomfortable to watch in both scenarios. More so the third act. So if that is something that is a trigger for you, or if you you do not like that, just a warning because it is it is it's a lot to it's watch. Tough. It's tough. it's a tough watch. There's two. There, there's two two acts of it yeah yeah so perspectives you perspectives yeah so just one like and you and and in both it's it's uncomfortable so just be prepared and when i watched it last week i was i was <laughs> alone. I, I was i was alone at the, <laughs> at the screening so i was just i was just like i was like oh my gosh like i just felt so like i was literally squirming in my seat because i was just so uncomfortable watching it and it was just it's it's awful and and you watch this movie and you also think man like are we are we that far from no. the way the perception is today? Like it's, it's sad. It really is. sad. It's not, you're not, you're, I think, you know, in one thing that I took away from this is how ownership and how men consider their, their the person that they're married in that time is not the love of their life or someone like their best friend. It's more of like cattle. Like I own you. It's a business I'm transaction. Just own my cat, like this person or you attack this person is you're attacking my pride. Yeah. Not, and you don't really care about what she actually went through. And that's, that's the crazy thing about this movie is all three characters play three different characters, mm-hmm. which is so different than I've never seen in a film because you, you have uh, Matt Damon's perspective and Matt Damon has this idea of the loving husband and, yeah. and the loving wife and his his best friend who's uh adam driver he's he's backstabbing him and then you go to adam driver he has his perspective and they all are different characters they're all different every characters. single in one perspective yeah. and matt i think matt Damon was the strongest because he he visually changed at the end like the last act which is the act of marguerite he was so different than what he was from the first two. Oh, definitely he was like oh you're not <laughs> the loving husband you don't even you don't even care you know you just want to have a boy that was your whole goal and you just want to be glorified because you never got that glory right um really 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 good movie i really liked it yeah I, the pacing i think the consensus throughout all critics is this is a two hour two and a half hour movie and you're not gonna feel it no you're not um yeah i, I loved everything about it when I finished watching it, I went home and like started to learn more about that time period and these characters. It's, it's one of those movies that you want to kind of go back and like learn the history about these duels and spe- specifically what happened. I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed some of the battle sequences. They were pretty brutal and very Ridley Scott. If you were a fan of Gladiator, you'll know how brutal they are. And they're very gritty. They're in the mud type of thing. Um, but yeah, it's a time period that you don't ever want to live in. You know? No, like, I would never want to go back and visit no. this time you know, period. Medieval times? Cause no. It's just, there is law and order, but a lot of it is controlled by man. And then there's and a religion. lot of it that, yeah, is controlled by God. It's like, God is going to judge you based yeah. on a lie or yeah. if it's true and if you win the duel then you then the other person dies but if matt damon was to lose the duel he'll be dead and his wife will be hung and set on fire yeah so i mean it sounds kind of like excessive you know right but again it's but because she's spreading this lie up 
upon right. God, and this is God's will. Yeah, yeah. it's very. It's and, and that's the thing, right? The the whole perspective and the whole just system then and to extend till today, it's just it's such a it's just so uncomfortable to see that because you put so much blame and also so much just I guess trust into the way they use God, mm-hmm. right? And it's just it's just so. It's awful, and, the, and the, there's like lines in the movie when they're in court that just stick out to me, like, "Oh, like if she didn't feel pleasure, there's no way to to have a baby. That's just science, you yeah. know what I mean?" And you're just like, "What?" It was it was that <laughs> moment, and when when they say, "Oh, a rape can't cause a baby," I'm like, "What? Where? That's just oh, science. Yeah. It's not pleasurable. Yeah, she can't, can't conceive. Have, yeah." And they kept asking her, "Do you have?" pleasure with your husband yeah because you don't have a child yet she couldn't right. bear a child i guess at that time she she actually at that court scene she was she had Pregnant, a child yeah. right and it's just like man you the the thought process back then must have been so wild and whack that just to think that this was how you judged a person this right. is how you believe a person yeah. and this is why yeah god and and this is why a lot even to this day why a lot of women don't Don't come forward forward, yeah right because yes we may not have medieval courts and stuff like that but the judgments and the resentment and the uh the animosity the the look upon the it's the look down it's all there still even there is a sequence with her friend where she's like but you said he was attractive okay i said he was attractive doesn't mean he could rape me right exactly the hell what is it no that you're 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 bringing him on that's how it works like it's just, it was just really awful thinking. It's so and that, sad. It also, and it all comes back to, you know, how women were treated back then, where it, if you said someone was attractive, okay, well, I'm going to have sex with you. Yeah. Right. That's how it works. No, that's, that's it, was, it, it was a transaction. Yeah. 100%. And yeah. Adam Driver, who had this idea of like, I'm in love with you, so I can do whatever I want with you, because right. I'm a knight. I can, you're, you're nothing to me. Yeah. In a sense. And it was a I game love to you, him. Yes, but I'm going to rape you. Right. Because I think you love me right and even that's, after that's wrong right like that's 100 oh, that's, that's not how i'm, I'm saying it back in that you, time oh, yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. not think yeah. that's wrong no we we didn't think you were condoning we didn't think, yeah, yeah we didn't think you were condoning yeah. rape but i i it was crazy to me that after you know adam driver in both scenes when he after he rapes jody comer he literally goes don't tell your husband because he'll kill you and i'm like what don't tell your husband like that is that is wild to me there's also the moment where you know Mar- Marguerite is speaking with Matt Damon's mother, and Matt Damon's mother says, "You know, I was also raped, and I didn't say anything, and I got to live my life." Right. And it's like, well, you know, your sacrifice is something that people will will think about every day, and it'll be a guilt that you live with. Right. So mm-hmm. There's there's just a lot of great moments and a lot of great writing, and every time Jodie Comer was on screen, I was just like, I was so pulled in. She's so great. She's mm-hmm. so damn good. It's her, her movie. Her strongest performances were acts. To uh, act two and act three, That's yeah, where definitely. She started to shine because a lot of because she times... was starting to play herself more. Yes, right? yes. And um, I love, I love, I love that you brought up to Anthony earlier that you know these Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer—they're all playing different versions of the same character, which is really interesting mm-hmm. that you're playing a perception of yourself mm-hmm. by someone else, right? Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was really That's cool. That's really good acting. Uh, let's get to our final recommendations of the Last Duel, and Shay, I'm going to get you to start us off. I I'm going to give it a watch. It I think it's really good i think it's a great medieval film i know medieval films aren't as popular or common nowadays but the subject matter in this movie alone is extremely relevant which is kind of shocking um to this day performances are great pacing is great it's a really good movie i recommend the last duel 
Anthony. I also recommend The Last Duel. Um, I really, really enjoyed the story. I didn't know much about the story. I know this is a true story, but I didn't really dive into it beforehand because I wanted to watch and understand the, the characters now that I've known and it kind of done the research. I'm like, man, this is such a sad story, but it's an important story to tell uh, just because of the outcome. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be in my top 10 for sure. I think mm. the production value, the performances, the writing, very, very good. My, my top 10 is now, it's so different than what we started off with. When did we do it in? In July. July. Oh, yeah. It's always, it's, it's always changing. the second half that changes everything. But yeah, I, I thought this movie was going to be a lot of dialogue and usually in these time periods, a lot of little boringness to it. Yeah. Um, and there are parts in the story where you just don't understand what's happening because a lot of it is like political stuff and how mm. these knights work and how they traverse land. But the whole story is so well done. I would probably watch it again just so I can understand more. Yeah, definitely. But really, really good. Uh, I'm also going to say watch it. I, I really enjoyed this film um, and having seen it uh, a little bit before you guys, like it's been on my mind ever since. And I'm like, wow, I'm actually enjoying this more and more and more um, as the more I thought about it. So um, yeah, definitely watch it. Definitely worth going to the theater to check it out. Um, and that was our review of the last duel as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for our review episode just like this one this one uh this week we'll have lots of reviews and coverage coming for halloween kills everything that happened at dc fandom eternals and so much more so make sure you tune in to the movie podcast follow us on instagram at the movie podcast on twitter tiktok and letterbox check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next.